1: hi this is rahul reddy today is december 23rd. the time is about 11:30 am reddy UNPC has been conducting zoom conference call from past 10 years zoom or, or it's not zoom it's conference call from past 10 years if you have any questions please raise your hand if you're a newcomer if you show your face and you let our team know that you have never asked the question before but you have to show your face too because there are you know that's important show your face and let us know that you have never asked the question before
2: Raman.
1: Hello
3: Rahul, Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, Uh, some background about me. I used to be on H-1B and work for company A who filed my 485 application. Company Mm -hmm. A placed me at a client, let's call it company B. After getting EAD in July this year, company B hired me as an employee on EAD. So in other words, I married EAD and abandoned H-1B. Now, at the time of switching, IE-485J supplement filed by company A was still in pending state. Company B filed a new I 485 j supplement
1: when I joined them. Did you file the downgrade application in October 2022 or is it a direct one?
3: It's a direct one. My priority date is EB2, June so 2010. Keep going. Uh, so, uh, so my employer, uh, So now my employer allows me to work from anywhere in the country if I want to. Uh, keeping everything same, job title, responsibility, salary, etc. So, if I move to a different state, currently I'm in Florida. I'm planning to move to New Jersey. What do I need to take care of in terms of immigration?
1: You told me that you already filed the 485J supplement with Company B. Yes. It doesn't matter whether the Company is 485J is approved or not approved. It doesn't matter. You you can you can work in Alaska. You can work in you can work in Hawaii. You don't need to do anything, sir.
3: So with company B, that is still pending
1: I for 485J? That is right. You don't need to file any amendment. You don't need to file any 485J again. You don't need to, as long as you're working in the singular profession with company B. And you said you already filed the 485J supplement, which is a very good step you did it. That's it. You don't need to do anything, sir.
3: Okay. Okay. And, and the follow-up question, would this delay my 485J, 485 uh, adjud- adjudication application in any way, moving to different states?
1: No, 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 absolutely not. Make sure that you inform the USCIS that you move to a different state by AR11 so that you don't get any of the communications not coming to you. Next okay. person, please.
3: Thank you very much.
2: Chaitanya? Yeah, thank you. Thank Hi, Rahul. Uh, so here the question is like, uh, my sister applied for H-1B last year from India. So in the lottery, she got picked up. Uh, She got RFE, but the company not responded to the RFE. Uh, What's the company's name? Yeah, it's uh, the employer, (laughs) my employer only. Okay. Okay. Uh, So now the case was denied. So is Mm -hmm. there any possibility of can we reopen the same case by saying like any COVID
1: reason? No. No, no COVID reason, ma'am.
2: If it is denied, we cannot do anything with that case?
1: No, ma'am, we cannot. Your employer did not respond willfully, by the way, your employer is not going to work on it to open it, unless there is some fault by the, by the USCIS. Your employer doesn't even want to respond. So what do you think? So he's going to cooperate to reopen the case?
2: Uh, he's saying that we can reopen the case, so maybe uh, COVID, because of the COVID reason they extended. What, the...
1: why, why, why was it denied? I mean, he had time to respond. He didn't respond. Is that right?
2: Yes, correct. He didn't respond at uh, that time. So,
1: you, with, within 87 days they have, he didn't respond, but he has extra 60 days. He didn't respond in that 60 days also?
2: Uh, no, now the case no, was ma'am. denied in August too. So, still, uh,
1: now no, also it's been like... Ma, you, didn't, you did not get point. Ma'am. They have given 87 days plus 60 days. So, he didn't respond in that time. Yes, correct. Is that right? yes. In the plus 60 days also, okay. No ma'am, yes. I mean. Unless there is something like, uh, you know, his head got cut off and then he just attached it by, back, he doesn't have an exception. Next person. Please.
2: Uh, yeah, thank you.
4: Kinera?
5: Uh, hey, hey, Rahul. So, this is the second time I'm calling. I have two questions. So, we applied H4 extension, standalone H4 extension in November 15th in online. On uh, next day or two days later, we received a receipt notice and online, but as of now, we haven't got the paper receipt notice. And also, when we go and check the status, uh, it says status status is not available. Uh, the code starts with MCT. Uh, so, not sure, do I need to contact USCS for are you're fine. Or, uh, you're fine, you're fine, a, not a problem. Okay. If, you to,
1: you if you want to, you can chat with MI if you want to, that will be more easier for you.
5: Okay. So the next question, can we apply H-4 EAD now? Absolutely. Um, so actually, actually, Absolutely. Okay, the reason is, uh, okay. So, so she she is traveling to India in next 15 days. So is that fine? If I apply H-4 EAD, that will be in process or it will be denied once she go back to India? She
1: applied for the extension of
5: the H-4, is right? Yeah, H-4 is applied in November, but we got... You didn't answer emergency. my question. Okay. okay, yeah, November.
1: It was applied as an extension, is right? Correct. No, sir, it will not be considered abundant. You should file the EAD right now. I don't know why you file the H4 separately and EAD separately. That's not a good decision though, but you can apply EAD right now. Okay, thank and you. And just because you left the country, it will not be considered abundant. Next person, please. Okay. thank you. Anu? Hi, Rahul.
4: Uh, here is the situation. Uh, so my, this is regarding my parents' I-539 extension application. They came in July 2020, and mm-hmm. uh, I-94 expiration is December 2020. But uh, mm-hmm. right in November itself, I applied for first extension till June uh, 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. Again in June, uh, in May, I extended a second time uh, till November 2021. But they mm-hmm. left in July 2021 itself. Now. Um, a week back, I got an email from USCIS saying that their application, like the first extension application has been denied. And uh, they said something like, uh, you know, should you seek to re-enter the US as a immigrant, non-immigrant, you'll be required to establish your uh, admissibility again. Uh, so I have a couple of questions. One, does that mean that their B2 visa, which is valid for next seven years is void and then they need to reapply in uh, US Embassy India?
1: We had had some people's visa getting canceled because of that. We have had one person deported, they did not get deported. They were allowed to enter into the country, but they gave them the visa. They canceled the visa though. At this point of time, it's kind of premature right now for me to tell you that the visa is canceled. We're trying to accumulate more information. Mm -hmm. from the people, though. Uh, If you can, send an email to info at rnloudgroup.com. We want to see the denial. I'm not going to advise you anything, but we're going to come with a policy how the USCIS is acting soon in about two weeks because we're trying to gather the information right now.
6: Okay.
1: Technically speaking, ma'am, you're right. The visa is canceled. Okay. Technically speaking. But we have not seen them... Mm-hmm. No, you won't get any information from USCIS. No, you US
4: won't give you. I called USCIS and they asked me to contact. No, ma'am.
1: Uh, no. It's okay. not a good idea for you to call because you're alerting them. Uh, you're alerting them uh, to is. to have your mom's visa come cancelled.
4: Okay. But how do I know if they want to re-enter next week? You
1: year? I want you to wait and watch us in the next two to three weeks.
4: Two to three weeks. That's great. And, and the the other YouTube, one... okay. Okay. And one last question. Unlawful presence. What does that mean? Is this, uh, it starts uh, when I receive this letter? Technically
1: speaking about if the B2 is denied since the time your mom's I-94 expired, which is six months, it is considered to be unlawful presence. So it's a big gray area right now. That's the reason I want you to hold until two to three weeks because we're trying to gather the information.
4: Oh, because it has been more than one eighty days of unlocking.
1: I just hold on for three weeks, ma'am. Okay.
4: Awesome. I'll I'll, I'll okay. wait for Next, that.
1: Next, because it's a very gray area, and we don't want to conclude on it right now. Next question, Okay. Person, Thank you. Kumar.
3: Uh, hi. Uh, so I have a simple question. Uh,
7: so I work for company A, and my wife is on H four EAD. Uh, she applied a job in my company A, which I worked. Uh, so she got an offer as well. So now I got a question, doubt. Right? Uh, she can also work in company A since I am an H one B applicant for company A.
1: Absolutely. As far as immigration is concerned, it's not a violation. Next person, please. Rams.
8: Uh, yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. I have a question. So, I have one of my um, friend like filling the DS160 form. So, uh, he was like on uh, H4, and then change of status happened in 2014 to H1, and again change of status happened to H4 from H1 to H4 in 2016, and after mm-hmm. that there are two H4 extensions happened. Now planning to go for uh, interview and filling the DS-160. Uh, there is a previous employment history session where it is asking, "Have you ever uh, employed before?" But in the mm-hmm. note, it was mentioning uh, for the last five years employment. Should mm-hmm. should should it should we say yes or no for that question? Because it was is more it, than- was it,
1: if it's more than five years, it only says five years. He doesn't he doesn't have to mention it.
8: Okay, so it can be selected as no. Mm-hmm. Okay, so will, will there be a question if, if they say no and if they go for the interview, is there a chance that the uh, visa officer can ask that why did you select no, but do you have a change of status from H1 to H4 previously?
1: Yeah, but it was more than five years ago, is that right?
8: Yes, it was more than five years back in yeah, 2016.
1: Yeah, cool. question, question they asked is, in the past five years, do you have any employment history? The answer is no. If you answer yes, that's actually a wrong statement.
8: Yeah, I mean, it was in the notes session. It's saying that you know, uh, have you ever worked in the past five years? But in the main question, it says just like, have you ever? Yeah, worked... you
1: go with the you go with the notes. You're good with the notes.
8: No, okay. Thank you,
1: sir. Yeah. Next person, please. PP. Hi, Rahul.
3: Thanks for taking my question. Uh, so I'm planning to get married. I'm currently a green card holder and I want to file a I-130 for my spouse. But we Very feel, she's in the US currently, but we are in a different state on the opposite side of the coast. So mm-hmm. is that advisable to file I-130 when we have a different
1: address? Here is my question to you, PP. See, my village people, they go to Dubai. They spend decades, sometimes they won't even come back. They never consider Dubai as their home. They always consider my village Haripirala, as their home. If you ask them, where are you from? They will say only Haripirala, They will never say Dubai. Now, the question is, she could be living in, in California and you are living in Florida. It could be that either you may consider California as the home or she may consider Florida as the home. If you consider that as a home, Home is where you know where the things are. So if you you may consider one of it as home and file an application.
3: Okay, I'm also on the immigration status. So the address has to be informed to the USCIS. So it has with the AR-11,
1: we have to inform the change of address. That's, that's not strictly implemented, but either way, um, you can you can inform them. Let's say, for example, you're you can list it as California and then list it. Now, even if you don't go there frequently, you can list it back. Nothing wrong with it. So okay. we can have a same address even in one location and that should be? Okay. Yeah.
9: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. That's right. and- as long as the marriage is genuine, you'll be fine, guys. Okay. And with the India date being current right now, can I-130 and 485 be filed concurrently? Absolutely, you can. And if you're interested in, you can uh, you can send an in information to info@ RNLoggroup.com. Yes, you should file both. A lot of people do a mistake by filing only I-130. No reason for it. File I-130, I-485, 765, I-131, I-864. All of them together. Okay, thank you. Thanks a lot for taking my question.
4: Shrini yeah. Uh Yeah, hi.
10: Uh, this is Manjula, and uh, actually the question is about my husband, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, sorry, so currently he's on H4 um, mm-hmm. and from last two years uh, and uh, this year his H1B got picked up uh, in the lottery and uh, it went through. We got an update, uh, uh, means approval notice, like, but that is I797B. So, mm-hmm. why? so
1: why? Why I797B? Did they apply for the consular processing? Or did you travel while the process was going on?
10: No, we didn't travel, uh, but uh, we tried to reach uh, uh, our employer, but uh, like we are not getting like, a correct answer. Why uh, Why exactly? Well, it is? Uh, I, I would
1: suggest right now. He's an H4 EAD right now?
10: No, uh, he's H4, just H4.
1: When is his H4 expiring? Uh, this
10: uh, December uh 31st but we already applied for extension along with my h1b uh, do one back.
1: favor if you can file the h1b again with the change of status before december 31st that will be much better
10: okay uh, change of status uh, is applicable to applying premium
1: yes you can apply in premium
10: okay so but if, if you try to uh, do it
1: before december 31st that will be much better if you do it after December 31st, they may tell you to wait until the H-4 is approved, which may, may take a long time.
10: Okay. Uh, so what currently the employer is saying, the attorney is on leave, vacation, so they will be getting back to us uh, what exactly the action of notice and why... I do-
1: cannot help you, ma'am. You lost the ring there. You have to search there itself. Okay. Okay. So, you can't uh, just because you have a light here, you can't search here.
10: Okay. Uh, and one, another question, sir. Uh, if at all we have to, uh, uh, there is still another uh, option of going out of the country and getting stamped. So
1: I would not choose that. Yeah. There are no appointments for a long period of time. I would not choose that. Even uh, if it's after it December cumbers? 31st, I'm going to go for change of status here now. I will not choose him to go outside the country. Next person, please. But if you are interested in, have a consultation. I'll discuss with you and your husband why. Next person, please. Surendra? Um, hi, Rahul, I'm Surendra. So, um, this question
3: is for my wife. Uh, she's currently on H1B and uh, she's planning to go for uh, a Dropbox a visa stamping. And her perm labor is currently in progress. Um, sh- she has a doubt whether she should be traveling now or she
1: should hold. Uh, like Just she's traveling on H1, is it right? Yes. Because the perm labor is in processing, her travel will not be in any problem whatsoever at all. Will the perm labor be in trouble because she's traveling? Absolutely not. And what about the stamping? I mean, can she go for the visa stamping? Absolutely. It will not have any negative or positive effect because the perm labor is spending.
3: Okay. Uh, because I, I read it somewhere where it mentions that uh, which means that it meant like you have, you're have currently having two active applications with USES, One is for stamping and one is for the firm. So that is something no, that no. creates.
1: No. Yeah, it's called H1 and H4 are called dual intent visas. That is applicable in most of the other visas, but not in H1, H4, L1 or L2. So she is fine. You're fine. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Sajin Kant. Hi Rahul, this is Sanjay. Um, I have two questions. First part is the one year back you advised me not to join for a PhD program that uh, offers day one CPT. So we never advise people admission. to join any day one CPT universities. Yeah, so I and now I got admission for a public university, but that is an online one that doesn't offer a day one CPT. Do you address that or not? Because it's an online one. What's the purpose why you're joining this university? Is it to maintain the status or to get the PhD?
8: The PhD and uh, EB
1: one to get into an EB one. It's not that easy to get an EB one just because you have a PhD. What is a PhD? No, in? no, that that, that that that's the next part, Christian. So, so my. What co- is your PhD in? Is, uh, Computer science. I mean, you need to understand there are certain degrees that don't that don't prefer PhDs though. Law, computer science. Who cares? A person has a PhD. I mean. It's not that valuable. So getting EB1 is not that easy, though. You may want to have a private consultation, though. Unless it's like you're extraordinarily very good, uh, computer science is not that easy to get an EB1. I mean, just you're spending all that energy and time unnecessarily. You will, in general, if I don't know anything, you have less than 5% chance. Did you already apply for EB2?
6: Yeah, EB2. My priority okay, is to
1: the got it. 60, Yeah, so it was years, years. So next part is, um, what's the average uh, ballpark, uh, you know, citation count and that you see in computer science uh, EB1? Computer science citation count in the Google, uh, Google, whatever it is called, I would at least need to have about 70 or 80. 70 or 80. Thank you. Next person, please.
9: Sheila. Hi Rahul, how are you? It's good. Um, I have a question about my mother's tourist visa. Her tourist visa expires May 2022. When you say wants... tourist
1: visa, do you mean to say visa or the I-94? Which one are you speaking Uh
9: for? The visa. She's in India now. Okay. And so you uh, cannot I'm apply
1: in... for the visa extension while she is here in the United States. Um, oh. When she comes here in April though, She will be allowed, she normally will be allowed for a six-month period. Even though her visa is expiring in May of 2022, her I-94 will not be expiring on the same day. It will be expiring on a different date.
9: Okay, so what do you advise? Should she first extend her visa in India and then travel
1: here? I mean, If she has an option of extending, if you get an appointment, extend it. If not, that's okay. She can come here in April. And then go but leave does, in September.
9: Does she need an appointment uh, because she already? She needs has a Dropbox. Dropbox. Okay, but for Dropbox, there's no appointment needed, correct? Or there is a need? No,
1: for... there's an appointment needed. And there's a wow. lot of yeah, it's a lot of line there. So if you get an um, appointment, go ahead get the stamping done. Otherwise, she can come here. Absolutely, not a problem.
9: Okay, so after she comes here, can I apply for her extension online from US?
1: Passport stamping exemption cannot be applied here. It has to be only in the concert now.
9: Okay, but she can get the approval notice here, correct? If I apply it what
1: online? A, no, no. There no? is. No, you cannot apply for the visa here. No. It has to okay. be only in India. But she can stay until September and leave the country and then go and get the stamping.
9: Okay, Next so... MP. Hi Rahul, am I audible? Yes. Um. Uh, actually, I'm in a situation. I came here two years back on by marrying and on H four EAD. I got my job,
3: mm-hmm.
9: but it work worked out, and I've just got served divorce papers.
3: Mm-hmm.
9: So I just want to know, like, if I'll what will happen to the visa after?
1: Um, If once your divorce is finalized, you will be considered to be not in legal status, ma'am. So if you want to stick and stay in this country, though, the best thing is for you to apply for student visa.
9: Student visa, F1. Okay. Yes. And Okay. uh, okay,
1: got it. Next person, please.
9: Number ends with 8244.
7: Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, we applied for uh, adjustment of status on October 4th uh, for EB-2, our date was current. And uh, our case was transferred to, it was initially a National Benefit Center. It was transferred to Nebraska Center 10 days oh. ago. And then we got another message saying that it has been sent to Texas uh, Service Center. <laughs> hey, we're Not just going from pillar to post and We are concerned. We thought that it was a regular application, but uh, it's going from one office to the other. That's concerning to us. another thing was we applied for EB2 uh, in uh, around March, April. Uh, That was like they sent an RFE in August and we did not. So wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. First you filed in EB3 and then you filed in EB2, is that right? No, we got EB2 uh,
7: 2012, we got the approval from 2012, we were waiting for dates to be current. In the meantime, we applied for EB1, um, you know, just to check whether we will be able to get it. And uh, they sent an RFE and uh, that was a kind of not sounding really good RFE, asking for more further evidence. So we know what's going to happen
1: in EB. So so I'm a bit confused, ma'am. Which one is going circles, EB-1 or EB-2?
7: EB-2, uh, we applied in October, it went to th- three different centers yes. so Okay,
1: far. go ahead with the question. In the, when you filed for the EB-1, did you apply for 485 also or just EB-1? No,
7: just EB-1, that's it.
1: That's smart, that is very smart, okay.
7: And, Go ahead with your um, because we had EB1 denial before, so we I knew got what point. what is going t- I got the
1: point, ma'am. Let's let, since we. So new, I'm wondering
7: that. what was uh, we did not send the R, uh, you know, uh, re- the reply for RFE RFA for the EB1, and they sent a letter I140 denial uh, for the EB1, saying that because we did not reply. Um, I'm just wondering, is it because of EB1 still pending? Uh, that has S&D? nothing to do with
1: it. That has nothing to do with this, ma'am.
7: We what have could seen be the these... reason?
1: Well, I don't know the reason because they're just sending circles. Not You're just not one of them. Uh, there are a lot of people that this is happening. You're just, you know, it's not a rare case. It's a very common case that we see.
7: Oh, okay, okay, that's what we were just concerned because they said that we don't need any fingerprints or anything. Nothing,
1: nothing, you're good, ma'am. Nothing there, it's just going on for everybody.
7: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, really appreciate it. Raju?
8: Hi Rahul, thank you for taking my call. I have a quick question related to H1 amendments. So I'm working Mm -hmm. uh, in Philadelphia in my office currently and my office Mm -hmm. giving me completely working from home. I'm planning to move to Texas. So my you question file is, uh,
1: yes, uh, they, did, uh,
8: yeah. correct. they did file. So my question mm-hmm. is, uh, how do they decide uh, if a couple of cities are in the same MSA? Like uh, Sugarland, Richmond, KT will become under the same as MSA?
1: Sugarland, Richmond, KT, Woodlands, Calveston, Texas City, Houston, everything comes under the same thing. You're good. Okay. Thank you very much. Next person, please.
4: Ram.
11: hello sir good morning this is Ram. this is uh, regarding for my daughter mm-hmm. she turned 24 uh, 21 21st uh, this may we applied her 485 in july after uh, my priority date is current my priority date is july, wait
1: wait wait july july 2021 yes sir and what is your priority
11: date uh April, uh, April uh, 2012,
1: And when did April 2012? Okay. And when did she turn 21? 21 in May. May of which year?
11: May, uh, May of this year, sir. So. yeah,
1: 2021. And how long the I-140 was pending?
11: It is at almost, I think, uh,
1: Eight months. You can't. Okay. Eight months. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. I want you to have a consultation with me though. Send all the details. You look to be fine because if it's pending for eight months, she should and today in December though, the the final action dates are current for you. Okay. Okay. Which is you said it's April of 2012, and Mm -hmm. it is current in in December of 2021. And it seems to, based on the eight months of I-140, seems to be that she is locked. But since it's a very sensitive decision, I would rather want to look into all the documents before I decide.
11: So, yeah, the question is, sir, uh, she completed, uh, so she had done bi- biometrics and everything. She completed uh, her uh, graduation.
1: That is, yeah. that is not, I'm trying to see whether she's locked under CSP age. You know what a CSP is, right? Yes, yeah, sure. so because my company want, applied, for the yep. I know, but did you confirm with your lawyer that she's locked?
11: Y- yes, sir. She, I my lawyer is said is she is
1: locked? She's locked, and okay. she. So I, So just tell me that she's locked, okay? Yeah. Now go ahead.
11: So she completed her uh, graduation in December seventeenth this year. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's still waiting for uh, a green card EAD. But by, by, mm-hmm. by, 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 biometrics are completed. She mm-hmm. wanted to apply for OPT. Mm-hmm. The question, the, the, the two questions uh, I have is, is there any problem?
1: No sir, problem OPT? if she applies for OPT, OPT, EAD.
11: No problem there. Okay, sir. So do you need to mention in 765? Uh, uh, on, she- on the
1: 765, there is nothing there to mention if you want to. There is no column there. To uh, whether she applied or she applied 485 or and so. Okay. No, there's no column there to mention. Okay, that's, that's my main question. sir. Th- th- thank thank sure. you very much. Sir. Thanks, sir. I'll take the last caller, guys. And there will Hondo? not be any conference call tomorrow or on Friday.
6: The next conference call will be Monday. Rahul Galu, can you hear me, sir? Yes. Thank you for the help, sir. Uh, 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 quick background I'm one of those folks who applied uh, 485 last October. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, uh, downgrade folks. Uh, it's been backdated, 140 is approved. We received our EADs, that's all good. Mm-hmm. That's on mm-hmm. uh, my wife. And is your 140 is approved? So now uh, her wait, date is back ordered.
1: Wait, 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 Is okay. your I-140 yes. approved? Yes. Okay,
6: go ahead. Yes, right? So this was all on my wife's application. She was the primary, okay? I'm trying to, uh, her date is back order now. Uh, My date is current, January 2012, under EB2. So I am Mm -hmm. planning to file, uh, uh, basically refile the whole set. Okay? Mm -hmm. So this is the context. So for this regard, I need to maintain the H-1B, right? You're right.
1: You're Um, absolutely right.
6: Right. So here is another little background. Uh, I did apply for an H-1B amendment and a renewal. Okay? That's Mm -hmm. currently pending. Okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Because there's a change in state work location and all. Where I physically sit, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. So here is my question. Yesterday, I tried to renew my driver's license. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. I did present the H1B, which is like, which is just going to expire in like six months, and also Mm -hmm. the EAD to the driver's license folks. So uh, the the associate there, he did actually run the EAD through, I believe, Save. If
1: you use the EAD for driving license, you are not uh-huh. considered to be married to the adjustment of status of your wife. You can still file, you're still in H-1B.
6: I'm still on H-1B. So that yeah. means uh, I'm planning to file the 485 next week. I can you go ahead with that, You are perfectly right?
1: fine if you use the EOD. There are people who have used the EOD to get it there. So it's a QT number, there are people who use it. Now you are still not married to the adjustment of
6: status okay one last final question sir uh, in this regard so i'm trying to refile right i mentioned about i did an h1b amendment renewal right because you i think you answered the similar question to an earlier caller a minute ago i work in a different state my wife works in a different state when she filed last year the then lawyer basically gave both our addresses to her state her working it's
1: state. A, it's a little bit different when it comes to the employment based as compared to the family based so so got it's it, quite different, it. yeah. The strict so, the so guidelines are the a point.
6: Bit quite different there. So, so that's the actual reason why I filed an amendment recently because my employer wanted, uh, sorry, my my current lawyer, my employer's lawyer, wants to make sure I and my wife are in the same place, especially because we have used her address, right? Uh, as the yeah, I, I, I think she so. That's a, that's a good,
1: yeah. That's a good idea but you not maintaining the same address of the adjustment of status is not a grave deal as compared to the other guy, because that's different. That's completely, he's speaking about uh, family-based two a category. For that, it's a quite different story.
6: Got it, got it. So so, so I think, uh, so based okay. on what you're suggesting, so she did, she did file, uh, that's the reason we filed an amendment. So here is one last question on that, sir. Uh, we're about to file that 485, right? So the H1B amendment she uh, uh, the lawyer is waiting for an updated pay stub to have this new address wherever that is do we really have to wait on that or can we just send our application with the 485 uh, with the the H-1B 485 amendment doesn't ask it uh,
1: you don't even need an amendment receipt
6: Yeah, you can you can
1: you don't need a pay stub to file the 485 you can just with okay. Okay. the receipt okay. so that's perfectly alright
6: okay okay i'll okay. go to We've the been questions waiting on that's yeah. all. Thank and you, sir. That's I'll all.
1: go to Thank the you. questions uh, that Thank people are posting. Can my parents get a B2 extension in India while my GC is approved? Will it cause any problem? No, just because you got the GC should not cause any problem in it the, uh, extending the, uh, extending your uh, mother. Visa. Sheila is asking the question, tourist visa is expiring. I think so. I already answered the question. Purnam is asking, can she extend the visa expiring in four months? Visa cannot be extended here, Poonam. I have mentioned the same thing to Sheila also. That's all the questions right now I have. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be Monday.